Nuku is a movement powered by, made by, and made for indigenous women. Mahine, Mohine, Kiahine. Using a creative storytelling platform, this non-profit social enterprise amplifies 100 indigenous female change makers and leaders through audio podcasts, photography, videography, books, art, and live events. They are Wahine doing things differently. Stories of women who do not conform to a mainstream image, but dare to carve their own unique portrait, showing us how the world can be shaped by our unique indigenous voice. It's all about who we are and not who we've been told to be. And joining us now this morning to talk more about the show is Kian Matata Sipu, founder and director of Nuku. Piki mai kake mai kiorana. Welcome to the show. Kia ora. Morning, how are you? We are very good. It's Monday. We very rarely say that on a Monday, but here we are feeling very positive. Um, tell us quickly about yourself and, and Nuku and how everything came about. Um, so I have, uh, I'm of Māori and Cook Island Whakapapa, and I have a background in journalism and photography um, and arts. And Nuku came about uh, almost three and a bit years ago um, when I fell pregnant with my daughter. And knowing I was bringing another young Indigenous Māori Cook Island Tongan into the world, um, I wanted to create work that would inspire her life, that would feed into her and really... Um, um, amplify and showcase how amazing our Indigenous women are. And so it was launched in January last year um, with the goal of profiling 100 women. And today we actually released number 50. So we're halfway. Wow, that's amazing. So and additional to that, you guys got a, and that's one of the milestones that you're celebrating today. It's, it's the 50th of that. Looking at the plethora of women that you've got up there, it is, I mean, it's like a, it's what a salad of indigenous um, calling, uh, you know, the cowpapas and it's just all these different, and it's quite inspiring. And uh, one for me, it was, in, she was one of the first and still is the only Maori women to be a pilot in the Royal New Zealand Air Force. And I thought, worth celebrating right up there. Now, tell us more. Can you tell us more a little bit about some of the indigenous wahine that have been highlighted so far uh, since Nuku came about? Yeah, so we've had um, a mixture of different careers, a mixture of different age women, um, some it's, people kind of say, who's your favorite? And it's almost like picking your favorite child. I can't do that. But some of the highlights have been um, Hinewirangi Kohu Morgan, who was a tohunga of Taonga Puoro. When anyone listens to her speak about her life, her journey, she's a survivor of abuse. Um, she is one of the most giving women who's so knowledgeable around Matauranga Māori. She's been quite phenomenal. Um, we had Oscar-nominated Chelsea Winstanley as one of our wahine. We've had um, Auntie Pualani Case, who's leading the Mauna Kea movement in Hawaii. Um, really interesting, we had Akitami, who is an indigenous Indian woman. And there is a difference between Indian woman and indigenous Indian woman. And I didn't know that until I met her. And she talked a lot about um, indigenous women in India living under military rule and working as slaves today. And so that was really fascinating. Um, 
We've had Amber Aranui, who her job is to repatriate our tupuna back to Aotearoa. And so, you know, years and years ago, um, the bones of our ancestors were taken overseas for research, for art, for all of these different things. And so she's going to find them out in the world in museums and private collections and returning them home and returning them to their people. Um, we've had... We had Ahanihire Mesmaila, who is a dual code uh, rugby, rugby league player and has had 18 years in this career and is 40 and is still playing professional rugby league. Um, Dr. Diana Kopa, I mean, I could go on forever. Angela Swan Cronin is the pilot that you uh, talked about. She lives in, is based in Rotorua and as you say, is still the only um, female Māori who has ever become a pilot in the Air Force. Um, and then who else? Oh my gosh, I, I'm literally scrolling through the website as I'm talking to you because we've had so many, but number 48 is Emma Tavola, who um, has just opened her the second iteration of Wunilangi Vol Art Gallery, um, now in her home in South Auckland, and she first opened that uh, in Otahuhu. And number 50, who's coming up this week, is uh, Fijian Linda Aumua, who has worked in Pacific education equity for most of her career, has worked in policy at universities here in New Zealand, over in Fiji. And this is like, this is literally me just rattling off a couple, but every single one of these 50 women um, are just amazing and have got such amazing stories and doing really phenomenal things out in the world. You know, uh, you, you mentioned uh, Hadi Hidem Ismaila. I remember um, her last game where she, I guess it's her last interview as a player, and then they actually replayed one of her first interview. With, and you realize the growth, not just from a young wahine uh, to now a leader, with so much mm -hmm. to give. And, and I hope she goes into coaching and mentoring because to last 18 seasons and to still be picked dual international, it was very, very inspiring. You got this fresh-faced little uh, little one. He needed the first interview, didn't know what to say. And then now it's like, Ugh, yeah, I do this every day. Uh, I eat speaking for breakfast. And it was like, I love that. <laughs> now, for you, in terms of um, selecting these uh, amazing indigenous wahine, is there a process that you kind of go through into, in terms of um, figuring out who you'd like to work with and then approaching uh, each one of them as part of the process? So there's a mixture of ways that we find women. Some of the women um, I've stalked over the years and just have added them to a list and want to interview them. Um, some of them people have nominated. So people have gone onto our website, nukuwoman.co.nz, and on our contact page there's a nomination form because we're really interested in meeting women that are doing amazing things out in their communities, in the rural sector, and we know that there's definitely more than 100. There's thousands of them. And so we really want to discover some new ones as well. Um, the way that we choose them is we literally just go through the the, the corridor that is nuku. Um, Kick-ass, whatever that means. <laughs> indigenous. And when I talk about indigenous, it's, you know, here in Aotearoa, we have Māori who are indigenous to Aotearoa, but we, as an island nation, are also indigenous to Oceania, to the South Pacific. And so... Firstly, Māori, second, our Pacifica sisters, and then, of course, you'll notice I've got other, um, just very few other Indigenous women. We've got an Aboriginal Australian and um, Indigenous Indian woman as well. And so, uh, Kikas Indigenous wahine, so identify as a wahine or non-binary, um, doing something different. 
And so you'll notice that all of these wahine, some of them might be in a similar career to lots of other people, but the way that they're doing it is different or the outcomes they're trying to achieve are different um, or their personal story is really different. And so that's the very loose criteria. <laughs> and it's been, it's been really interesting discovering women that we'd never even heard of before and helping to amplify their voice and their story and showing our young women who we have for them to look up to and to aspire to and to be motivated by women that look and sound like them, not other people that we most often see uh, online and in the media. And like you said, you know, the stories we know, not the story we've been told. Mm. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of Dr. Hu Hanahiki. Um, um, my, my, I myself is a member of the New Zealand dis, um, disability community, um, my son. So when I saw her there, I'm like, of course. I would have said, hey, have you heard of if I haven't seen her name in there? You know, <laughs> that's a representation of different spaces. Um, you know, not just the rainbow community. You've got indigenous and then you've got the disability community of New Zealand, which is still going through a challenge coming up to be first up and be responsible for what they do. So thank you for that. You know, I'm like, all right, good to go. Now, I know a lot of people. When, when it's always hard to start something and people always join you when the waka's sailing eh? but the construction of it it's usually that of the job of those who started the dream now for yourself I mean what kind of cost what sort of sacrifices did you have to go through to arrive to the nuku now people have now heard of my husband's probably rolling his eyes if he's even listening but um, the, the sacrifices and the cost have been huge and the driver for Nuku is passion. It's pure passion. And uh, myself and the team that we've created along the way do this work not to be paid. It's actually non-profit. Um, it's very much, uh, well, I wouldn't say voluntary, but it's very close to being voluntary. And we do it because we love this kaupapa. We love these women. We love what it means to create this movement for Nuku. Um, it, I broke down the cost one day to actually see how much it would cost, and it's about two to three thousand dollars per profile. Because when you think about what goes into it, the podcast interview, the the portrait photography, the videography, um, getting it ready for the book, the book that's going to be launched, fingers crossed, in Matariki next year, um, all of that cost came into play. We haven't been fully funded though, and the first fifty we've had. Um, some beautiful generous donations from different different organizations and actually even some individuals but we need two hundred thousand dollars to make the next 50 and make the book and we're self-publishing the book in a defiant act of tenoranga tiratanga because we want to own that book wholly um and so what we've done this week is we've given the opportunity for our friends our whanau our fans to contribute to raising that money and we've launched a boosted campaign so at boosted.org.nz if you search nuku 100 you can donate to our booster campaign we're looking to raise twenty thousand dollars so it's just a little bit of that big um amount of funding but we desperately need that to help us um go towards making the next 50. and i'm currently in wellington with um, two of our team, and we're interviewing another four women over the next couple of days. And so um, that campaign went live. People can donate a dollar, ten dollars, a thousand dollars, as much or as little as they want. Um, and if you're not in a financial position to donate, you can also just share it 
share that booster campaign to your friends and whanau and really invest in Indigenous women because um, there's not a project out there like this that is made by, powered by, made for us. And that's what's really important and that's a kaupapa that I'm very proud of. We'll get you to repeat that information just before we uh, go today, but that's one of the ways that our community that are listening in today will help uh, Nuku achieve their goal of interviewing and publishing and bringing into light the next boatload of powerful wahine that uh, are coming up. But um, in terms of our wahine that are listening in today, both young, uh, high school, teenager that's going through a transition of emotions, trying to figure out the chemical balance of life, and then you've got university students to those who have just started careers. What would be some of the message uh, or messages that you'd like to leave with them this morning from the nuku perspective of going through life? You know, one of the things when we first started Nuku was we identified what is an Indigenous woman. And there's a real colonial view of what indigeneity is and that you have to speak your language, you have to participate in your community, you have to, you know, wear tattoos, tamuko, tatao, all of these different things to qualify as an Indigenous woman. And I was almost going to swear, but I remembered we're on the radio and kids are probably going to school. So that is rubbish. (laughs) And... Indigenous and indigeneity is all about your papa. It's in your blood. And that's all you need. That is enough. That is enough to say that you are a powerful Indigenous woman. We are descendants of gods. We are descendants of warriors. We can do anything in this world. And one of the things that we really want Nuku to, to tell our young people, our rangatahi, is that we have the power to transform and change the world. We just have to be our authentic selves. We don't have to be anybody else or try and do it anybody else's way. We use our voices, our experiences. We reconnect with our Indigenous knowledge, our Indigenous practice, and our Indigenous values. And we will definitely be able to transform this world for the better. And so that's the message I want all of our young women to hear, to learn. And if you listen to any one of our nuku wahine, they will all empower and, and inspire and motivate you to just live in your own authenticity um, as the indigenous amazing descendant of these beautiful gods. And can I just add in there, can you all uh, Pacific Island indigenous women stop GHDing your hair? You're frizzy <laughs> as part of... I, I get tired of seeing young, beautiful, you know, Pacific and Wahine, like trying to straighten... Don't straighten your hair, girl. It's supposed to be wire for a reason. There's beauty. Don't cut it down. Work around it. Hey, look, uh, quickly before I let you go, Kian, can you just share again the platform for our people to go and contribute uh, on the uh, with regards to the supporting for the next 50 Indigenous women you're working on? Yep, so you go to boosted.org.nz um, and you search for Nuku NUKU 100. So the Nuku 100 page, you can donate directly on there. If you want to follow us, you can search at Nuku Woman, W-O-M-E-N, at Nuku Woman on Facebook and on Instagram, and our website is nukuwoman.co.nz. But definitely the boosted.org.nz is the one you want to remember the most. <laughs> and um, we really, just in advance, want to give a huge mahi, a huge thank you to everyone who is contributing to Nuku, whether that be through the Booster campaign or whether that just be through amazing support that you continue to give us every day. Founder and Director of Nuku, Kian Matata Sipu, Metaki Maata, come out the way to every single work and effort that you ladies are putting in, and we hope to hear from you once again. Thank you for joining us this morning, and God bless. 
Thank you so much. You guys have an awesome day.